Jimmy Butler, he's a very interesting player to me. This goes to show the off- the offense for the Dallas Stars could not keep up, and when the defense needed to step up, the Lightning's offense just overpowered them. It, it makes it almost impossible for their uh, for their bats to get going or have any confidence in the locker room when you're getting absolutely hosed on the uh, defensive end. He's like, oh shoot, I don't know where to go with the ball because I haven't been able to think. It's their defense, man. Megan Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt. You saw Luka. I'm very intrigued to see how Luka bounces back after his first playoff series. For next season, there are massive free agents like Giannis. And if Giannis goes to a team like the Heat, like I said before, um, I expect them to win the championship. Four teams who could win the AFC in my mind, legitimately. Steelers, Chiefs, Titans, Ravens. Stay undefeated when they face the Mighty Mighty Cowboys with Garrett Gilbert and Tony Pollard. It was a great series. Game four was one of the best games I've ever watched in my entire life. So happy when the Astros lost because it would definitely be a 2020 thing to have the Astros win a World Series and then you have to hear them. Now LeBron's a four-time champion and Anthony Davis gets his first. That's just... It's unacceptable. Yeah, I was impressed by their game. Braden Point, Andre Palat, uh, Nikita Kucherov. That was the best line in the playoffs, no doubt. Um, I think you have two established number one wide receivers in Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. And I think you have an emerging star in C.D. Lamb. Hey, everyone. I'm Jared Sandler, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Outsiders Opinions with Austin and then a special guest. Before we uh, introduce our special guest, Austin, how many March Madness brackets have you made? Not as much as I hope, but I plan to get a lot out. I've only made around 55, but I plan to make well over 1,000. I don't plan on going to sleep tonight. I had two tests today. I had a paper due yesterday, Uh, but now it's March Madness time. It's March Madness time. Well, have some Red Bull, some coffee. But our special guest is a self-proclaimed March Madness aficionado who's already filled out two brackets. And he doesn't plan on making too many more because he likes to keep it straight and simple. So we're bringing him. And that, of course, is Jake. Thank you, Jake, for joining us. Excited to have you. Uh, Hopefully we do better uh, with your knowledge than we did last year in our first official bracket. Well, I sure hope so, Kevin. Thank you guys All for right. having me. So we'll just, we're going to go by region. Reminder, if you're not um, on the Twitter, you should be on the Twitter and following us on Twitter, OutsidersPod21. We have a link to this bracket that we are making right now, and you can actually go against this. Um, we said who won it last year on Twitter when we quote tweeted that tweet with the winner, and we're not sure if that winner is going to be joining us again. So you could win. And uh, so it'd be nice. It's our second annual March Madness bracket, and we're just going to go by region. So we'll start with Gonzaga versus Georgia State. Um, Who do you think wins, Austin? And then we'll go to Jake. I don't think we need much conversation here. Georgia State? (laughs) Georgia State. Uh, Of course. No, it's definitely Gonzaga. Gonzaga has... I like Georgia State. They're a team that's won their last 10 games, so it's not like they're a team to uh, denounce. They deserve to make it, and they did, but uh, they're facing the best team in the country. All right. Yeah, not much discussion. Now we're at Boise State and Memphis. 
Memphis has been on a hot streak, but they've had some key losses um, the past few weeks to SMU and Houston uh, in the AAC final on Sunday. Um, Jake, what do you think? Well, the thing about this game is that, yes, Boise State won their conference championship. Um, Memphis fell in the final. However, the number one rule for March Madness is who is hot and who is not. And that's why it was easy to predict Oregon State going pretty far last year because they, they got hot at the right moment. The Pac-12, they won the Pac-12 championship, and then they made it to the Elite Eight. And so at this point, I'm going with Memphis because they do have the hot hand in the way that they performed against Houston just a week ago. Uh, if they just p- pull that defense out, uh, they're going to be a force. That's an interesting with. take. Uh, Boise State and Memphis are both eight and two in their last ten. Houston's lost to, uh, I mean, Memphis lost to Houston and SMU, while Boise State lost twice by three in both games, both to Colorado State, one in, once in overtime and once in regulation. I'm a Boise State guy here. Boise State has a very formidable uh, defense. Uh, and Amani Bates may miss the game. And if he is out, I guarantee you Boise State wins. But if Amani Bates is in, I still lead 41, uh, 51-49 towards Boise State. I trust the defense. They've had a hard schedule this year. And, uh, yeah, uh, I, I would go Boise State. Kevin, you're the make or break. Who are we going with? All right. One thing I'd like to add before you say, Kevin, Boise State's free throw percentage is kind of low. So if they get it to the line in those situations, I'll second that by saying that Boise games. State's only given up 60 points per game per year uh, this year, 60.8 to be exact. Uh, one of the best defenses in the country. I like how y- y'all are trying to convince me. I'm gonna have to agree with Austin. I don't like Austin mentioned that they've only lost by three, both to the same team, um, and then uh, Memphis lost by 16 to SMU and by 18 to Houston. So. I am picking Boise State. And I think it does come down yeah. to Imani Bates, though. If Imani Bates is out, then I'm quickly changing this my pick to Boise State. not affected by oh. where uh, Kellen Moore went to college. I just checked CBS Sports. It used to say game time decision by Imani Bates. It now says out. Cool. All right. There we go. All right. So we're all three. Officially changed at this moment. Okay. Yeah, we all agree on Boise State. All right, now we're doing UConn versus New Mexico State. Austin? Okay, so this is a tough one for me, mainly because New Mexico State's one of those underrated teams that could win it, but I'm really high on UConn. They have beaten Villanova multiple times. I think they beat them twice this year and then lost to them in the in the tournament. And they only lost by three, and they beat them by two. They've beaten some good teams like Seton Hall, another tournament team. But they are 7-3 in their last 10. They lost by 6 to a falling Xavier team. They lost by 2 to Creighton, who made the tournament. And they lost by 3 to Villanova. I like UConn. New Mexico State just isn't big enough to contend with UConn. And UConn's a very good rebounding team. Jake? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Austin on this one. Because UConn is very good at crashing offensive boards and getting offensive rebounds. They get a lot of second chances. And I'm with Anthony Sinogo um, in the paint and RJ Cole um, um, in the in the backcourt. I don't think New Mexico State has a lot of chances in this one. But New Mexico State, I do think, will put up a fight the best they can. But I, think I agree with UConn. Now we go to Arkansas versus Vermont. 
my school, Arkansas. The real question is, can Vermont stop Jalen Williams? Jalen Williams is not average when he assists, only two and a half, but he does handle the ball a lot. Averages 10 and 10. Good, great defender, and Vermont is going to have to stop him on both sides of the ball. The issue is, this year, Arkansas cannot shoot the ball as well as they did last year. Vermont's a great shooting team. Arkansas is one of the best defensive teams in the country. They've stifled Tennessee. They've stifled Auburn. They've stifled Kentucky. A lot of great wins. I want to go Vermont here, but I'm going to go Arkansas just based on the fact that I trust Arkansas's defense more than I trust Vermont's offense. Vermont has had a very easy schedule. And while they are 28-5, and five, their 228th strength of schedule worries me. All right, Jake. Uh, I have to agree. Uh, Arkansas does have very, very poor three-point shooting. But I think with the talent that they have, um, they have four players in double digits. And so um, I do think that they have enough scoring ability and a good enough defense to make it through I the agree. first round. Arkansas. Now we go to Bama against Rutgers or Notre Dame. As Yeah, this one is Okay, this one's tough. Because... This one's tough because the game's being they're, played. Like, it, well, it's about about to, to the game hasn't even started yet. Yeah, it starts we in 17 minutes. It. Um, it starts in 17 minutes. So I don't know if – I personally think Rutgers is going to win this game tonight. And if they do, I would pick Rutgers um, after how strong they were the past month, beating – blowing bowling through every ranked team that they played until the very end of the regular season. Um, and Alabama, I mean, the problem with Alabama is that they're a very guard-heavy – uh, offense and despite that they don't shoot the three well um, and they don't I mean so and Rutgers has just been on a hot streak and they have a lot of options and so I, I would have to go Rutgers I disagree I think Notre Dame wins the game versus Rutgers and then beats Alabama so I have the same choice the 11 beats Alabama because Alabama has been very inconsistent and only shoots the three ball at 30.8% 309th in college basketball but there's a team Notre Dame shoots 38% from three, 15th in college basketball. They're seven and three in their last 10, while Rutgers is six and four. And yes, Rutgers has played tough teams, but during the middle of this 10 game stretch, they lost three straight. They lost by nine to Michigan, which I thought was a bad loss, especially uh, because Michigan was kind of, if Michigan lost that game, they'd be out of the tournament. And then they lost by 10 to Iowa, which was a tough game, but, I'm going with Notre Dame here because of their three-point versatility. Notre Dame hasn't lost a, a game again by more than 10 points in a very long time, and I think Alabama doesn't have enough uh, firepower right now. They, they're five and 5-5 five in their last 10. They lost to Vanderbilt. They lost to Texas A&M. They lost to Kentucky twice, which is not bad, and then they lost to LSU. They've lost their last three games Alabama has, and so Jake and I are both going with the 11 seed here. Oh, yeah, I lean more to – to Jake's point, like I feel if Rutgers wins, I'm not sure. I'm not as confident as Notre Dame, but we're picking the upset because two versus one. Now we go to Texas Tech. 11 seed. Yeah, we, we all Texas had the 11 Tech. seed. It, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah. Texas Tech versus Montana State. I'm pretty – I'm leaning Texas Tech. Bring in the best defense, one of the best defenses in college basketball. Yeah, Texas Here's Tech. Here's the issue. 
while Texas Tech is a great defensive team, they cannot shoot well at all from either the free throw line. They shoot 69.9 and from three, 31.4. Montana State is 27th in field goal percentage, 38th in three-point percentage, and 52nd in free throw percentage. All of those numbers are pretty good, but Texas Tech's too good. Yeah, and it was already 2v1, so yeah. uh, now we'll do Michigan State – uh, versus Davidson. The toughest one, the toughest matchup in this region for me to choose. Um, Michigan State's been hot. They beat, who'd they beat? They just beat Purdue? They beat Wisconsin. Illinois. Which one? Oh. They, beat, they beat Purdue they a couple Wisconsin, weeks ago, but they yeah. just I mean, beat they Wisconsin had, and then lost to Purdue. Lost to Purdue. I mean, so they're, they're a good, solid team. Um, but Davidson, I mean... Dave, I like Foster Lawyer at their guard position. They have th- four guys in double digits, and uh, they have the best free throw shooter in the league, and they shoot th- nearly 39% from three. So I, I like Davidson. I would not go too far and say the three-point percentage actually matters because while Davidson does shoot 38.6%, Michigan State shoots 37.8. So it's not like that's too big of a difference. But a great storyline here is that Foster Lawyer last year was a captain for Michigan State which is a very interesting conversation to have. Now, Davidson did lose to Richmond by two. They lost to Dayton by six and to Rhode Island, their first game of the last 10. So 10 games ago by seven. But uh, Michigan State is four and six in their last 10. They've only uh, they've only beat two of those teams were good. Then they also beat Maryland twice with suspects losses to Penn State. And then Ohio State's been cold recently, but they still lost them. And something to keep note of, Michigan State gets in foul trouble. I watched many of their games. A guy used to go to my school, Julius Marble, fouls out very fast. He had, in nine minutes played against Purdue, he fouled out. All five fouls in nine minutes played. So I'm taking Davidson in a very close game. If someone's hard, I agree with Jake, but I'm with him, Davidson. All right, I agree, Davidson as well. Um, y'all all made excellent points. Now we go to Duke versus Cal State Fullerton. Do we need much time? I I would like to spend a little bit of time on uh, Cal State Fullerton. They did not. They surprised a lot of people to get here, but they cannot shoot the three ball, which is really what you need to be a good upset team, or you have to have a very, very, very stout defense. And while Cal State Fullerton does allow less points per game than Duke, it's not by that much. And Duke has one of the best three-point shooters uh, in the game right now in uh, Keels and uh, Wendell Moore. Both those guys are very, very good. And then having Paolo, it's going to be a tough ma- uh, matchup for EJ Onosaki, uh, wherever you say his name. He's a very good player for Kelsey Fullerton Titans. They're, uh, they made a long run, but I don't think they have a chance against Duke, especially because they're going to play with the intensity that this is potentially Coach K's last game, uh, and they don't want it to be. They also CSU Fullerton That's also true. turns the ball over a lot, and so Coach K likes to exploit that. Now we'll move on to Dirk versus Duke versus Davidson. Sorry, I'm thinking of match players. Uh, Duke versus Davidson. Jake. Duke versus Davidson. I think I can agree with uh, the the great storylines that can occur in basketball. I do think that Duke will win this one for Coach K. Um, despite the fact that Davidson is very difficult to beat, 
Um, but I mean, they are Duke. They do have Paolo and Wendell Moore and Mark Williams uh, in the paint. So I do think Duke just has too much firepower. For so it's Curry game. alum versus Curry alum. Um, it's tough. Uh, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go Davidson. I like what Davidson's doing recently. Uh, an upset's going to happen. And with that intensity of, or with the pressure, knowing that this could be Coach K's last game, eventually I think Duke will fall. And I, I have it happening here. So now it's down to me. Damn. Man. I do agree with Austin once again. I just feel there's going to be a big upset and like Duke did not play well against Virginia Tech. So I think Davidson's going to be the winner here for me. So this is y'all big, y'all's big us second we'll round upset. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Now we have the 11th seed versus Texas Tech. Um, I want to lean Texas Tech, but depending off it's if it's Rutgers, then I may be willing to pick Rutgers here. But I'm probably going to stay with Texas Tech. Rutgers can't shoot the three ball. If it's Rutgers, Texas Tech wins this game. Uh, the only team that has a chance against Texas Tech is Notre Dame, and I don't think they do because they falter against good opponents. This this has to be Tech. I, I would take Tech. Yeah, Texas Tech just destroys Texas this game. Either it's Rutgers, and then Rutgers can't shoot because Texas Tech's really, really good. Or it's Notre Dame who normally falters when they have a chance of winning the game. And uh, it's Tech. It's Tech. All right. Now we go to UConn versus Arkansas. For this game, I have UConn beating Arkansas because of those that rebounding. Arkansas does not have a lot of size. They have Jalen Williams, but he's not the biggest guy in the world. The U- UConn does get the rebound, and that's going to – be a huge different maker in this game. So I'm going with the Huskies. This one's really tough for me. Uh, I like both of these teams a lot, not just personally, but I love how they play. It's just will UConn stop uh, Arkansas because Arkansas is going to have a good defense. UConn uh, only shoots 43.6% from the field, while Arkansas is one of the best defensive teams in the nation. I'm going to go Arkansas. They have experience from last year making it to the Elite Eight. They have an All-American in J.D. Note. And I think Jalen Williams will get enough boards to uh, keep UConn from getting too many second-chance opportunities. I really like this. I kind of have all the power right now. And I think I'm going to agree with Jake. (laughs) I'm going to go UConn upsets Arkansas. Reasons? So, you do make a good point with Arkansas. It's just... Even though, like I did mention, like they did, Arkansas did lose in the SEC championship to Tennessee, and while Tennessee is a good team, I'm just not sure if Arkansas is hitting, uh, shooting overall well because they're shooting some shots and they just weren't going in. And with UConn, I just, it's like I'm looking at like the stats on the bracket 75 three free throw percentage for both teams. Um, and then defensive efficiency, UConn's only better by just one, like less than one point and true shooting percentage difference between one point. But I just think UConn is going to do it. And I'm not sure if Arkansas is going to bring, bring their best game. One last thing. One last thing. You can make that uh, decision already. It's UConn. Sure. But 
when you consider the fact that their defensive efficiency is very, very close, you have to think the opponents they're playing. Uh, for Arkansas, it's much more formidable, in my opinion. While Villanova is very, very good, and so is Creighton and Seton Hall, it isn't the SEC. It's it's okay. not Tennessee, Alabama, LSU, Auburn, Kentucky. UConn did sure play Auburn and they beat them. They only they both both teams played them one time and both teams won. So this it's a very it's a very even game, like Jake said. But I'm gonna lean UConn in this one. So now we're at Gonzaga versus Boy State. Austin, is this your upset? Because when Jake said y'all are picking big upsets, you didn't disagree. Uh, no, this is not my upset. Okay. I, okay. I want to make sure. I, I love Boise State. I think this game is going to be so much closer than people actually assume. But Gonzaga, Gonzaga's offense is way better than Boise State. Boise State does not have a good offense. They have a great defense, but not a great offense. And Gonzaga averages 88 points per game. So, all right. Jake? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go Gonzaga. I'm I personally don't even have Boise State here because they don't necessarily have the scoring. Uh, but after the actually no, the Imani Bates after Imani Bates was got hurt and he's not gonna play tomorrow. I am going Boise State. I forgot about that. Um, so yeah, but definitely Gonzaga. They they are the number one team, and uh, I do think they are just too strong. They're just an amazingly strong team. Mark, if you you can't bet against Mark. Unless it's the championship, yep. Now, uh, <laughs> Gonzaga versus UConn. Who wins that? Gonzaga. Uh, uh, yeah. UConn Gonzaga. doesn't shoot the ball well from the field. Like I said, their field goal percentage is below that of Arkansas, and Arkansas isn't good. That should tell you something. And you're not going to get many rebounds on Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren. Uh, Zags dominate this game. All right. Now, Texas Tech versus Davidson. Texas Tech. All right, cool. Now Texas we have Tech. Texas Tech versus Gonzaga. I have no idea. This is the toughest, one of the toughest matchups to choose from because Texas Tech does have a phenomenal defense. Um, Austin, do you know if Texas, does Texas Tech they're have small. sides or are they they're small? Re- uh, well, not small, small, but they're small for a, uh, a major team. Texas Tech did lose to Gonzaga earlier in the year. That's true, but by a lot too. Way before Texas Tech hit their stride. That's true. I kind of want to lean Texas Tech, but I also understand Gonzaga. I'm going to go Gonzaga just because of the size. Gonzaga. Okay, cool. I'm going to go Gonzaga too, just because they are Gonzaga, and I'm I'm not the the difference. The only thing for me is that Texas Tech can't shoot. And because Texas Tech can't shoot, if they get down at any point of the game, it's going to be very, very hard for them to get back. That's a good point. Now, so that we got one team in the Final Four. Now we're going to go to the East region, Baylor versus Norfolk. Norfolk State. Baylor is extremely injured, but they win this game by 20. All right. Agreed. Uh, Yeah, I agree, Baylor. Now we got UNC versus Marquette. 
I'll take this one since uh, I have a lot of UNC roots through my mother. Uh, she didn't go to UNC, but everyone on her side went to UNC. So that definitely is not factoring into my pick of UNC. Um, but I'm going to give legitimate reasons. They're, they have a really good front court in Armando Baycott and um, Brady Manick. And they also have Caleb Love shooting the three. So I do think the, the, four, the four to five man punch uh, through, the, through the starters of UNC is going to be too much for Marquette to handle. Um, All right. um, yeah, what are you going to say, Austin? I'm going Marquette. Marquette two weeks ago beat Villanova by 10. I think Marquette has time to get fully healthy, to get their plan in, and when they play 100%, they're a top 15 team in the country. Now, most of the, they're 4-6 and six in their last 10, 4-0 and oh at home, 0-6 oh on the road. I fully understand that. But at their peak, I've seen them beat Villanova by 10. I'm going Marquette. Okay. Y'all both picked Marquette. I no. also agree, Marquette. Oh. Or no. Okay. All right. Um, I picked UNC. So... Well, you just said Marquette. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say Marquette. Like, I think Marquette is it. So, uh, yeah, we overruled Jake. Um, now we go St. Mary's versus Indiana. Uh, I'm going to tell you real quick before we get to that. This one was really tough, though because I do recognize UNC's um, not-so-great defense, and Marquette does – I mean, after observing some of their games, they do have a very good offensive structure. They move the ball very quickly. They get the ball around. Um, and so this was a very difficult – Yeah, well, one last thing. So, the difference am, for I, me is that even though North Carolina is 8-2 and two in their last 10 and Marquette's 4-6 – and six, the loss to Pitt hurts. Marquette does not have a – they lost to Butler, but we saw Butler beat Xavier. Butler at the end of the season was much better than they were at the beginning. They lost to DePaul, but DePaul is one of the best players in the nation. There's not a terrible loss here for Marquette, and I'm just staring at Pittsburgh where UNC lost by nine. That's a terrible loss. Back to St. Mary's. Um, St. Mary's versus Indiana. Who do y'all got? St. Mary's versus Indiana. Okay, I really like Indiana, but I also really like St. Mary's. Um, they, I don't know. Austin, you take this one first. St. Mary's. Why? Uh, they have experience. They're an older team. They have a fifth-year senior who's pretty good. They've beaten very good teams like San Francisco, BYU, Gonzaga, all within their last 10 games. Indiana's pretty streaky. And while they're on a – they're 5-5 five and five in the last 10, have some bad – not bad losses, but questionable losses. I, they can't shoot the ball that well compared to St. Mary's. That's average 35%. So – and Indiana only shoots 69.9% from the free throw line, while St. Mary shoots 76%, which is, I don't normally consider free throw percentage unless it's that big of a margin. Uh, if the game's close, I think St. Mary's will win. And there's some players questionable for Indiana. And if Trace Jackson Davis doesn't have a 40-point game, I don't see how they win. That's fair. That's a good point. I, I still am debating. Right now I have Indiana. But, I mean, I, I know St. Mary's is absolutely phenomenal, but it's subject to change. Um, but I'm, I'll, I'll go ahead and agree with Austin. St. Mary's probably pulls it out because they 
are a very experienced team. All right, I also agree, St. Mary's. Now we go to UCLA versus Akron. Uh, Akron has no chance. I mean, it's Akron? Akron. Akron. <laughs> Akron. Uh, I don't think Akron has much of a chance. UCLA has a ton of experience. And Brian Trimble, a starter for Akron, is out for the game. A guy who averages 28 minutes per game, 10 points. He's out. You need as many points as you can get. I have UCLA by a lot of points. I mean, I have UCLA just because of what UCLA can do. I mean, they they have Johnny Juzang and, and Hakez back. And they Tiger Campbell is an absolutely phenomenal guard. Um, and they have amazing size. They have, they're one of the tallest teams in, 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 in all of America. And so, and they don't, they play great, good defense. They don't turn the ball over too much. They're just a very solid all around team. And I like them this year. All right. So we're all in agreement. UCLA. Now we go to Texas versus Virginia tech. This was the tough one. This was the tough one uh, because Virginia tech is very hot right now. But I like Texas because they have a lot of experience, especially losing in the first round last year. And I don't think – I personally don't think Texas will lose – will allow another first-round loss this year. So I got Texas pulling this one out. Texas is 5-5 five and five in their last 10. They're 2-4 and four in their last 6. 0-3 oh in their last 3. Virginia Tech's 8-2 in their last 10. Their only loss is coming to a pretty good – Clemson team and a North Carolina team that's obviously in the tournament as well. They beat Duke by 15. They beat North Carolina by 13. They beat Notre Dame by seven. But I like Timmy Allen. I like what this Texas team's doing. They took Kansas to overtime. I'm going Texas. Okay, so yeah, I was gonna pick Virginia Tech, but y'all overruled me. So I mean, they're I mean, just to add on Texas, they're a great and adjusted defensive. Uh, efficiency and they and they 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 force turnovers a lot so they're a great defensive team and they are a good enough offensive team to pull out the first the first round win all right so texas wins versus virginia tech now we go to purdue versus yale if purdue wins this game my every racket i made is terror is destroyed i made a lot of stats with one of the my friends we compiled all these different stats yale was 68 of 68 So, I if Yale wins this game, literally every bracket I made is destroyed. You've made did you say sixty eight? No, I of the stats. There's sixty eight teams in the tournament, right? Oh, okay. There's sixty eight brackets. There's sixty eight of sixty eight. Yeah. They're in those stats. The worst team in the field. While they do have a good win over Princeton, the Ivy League is not as strong this year as it has been before. I'm surprised they were a 14 seed. I don't think they should have been. I think St. Peter's should have been over them. I I don't know how Jaden Ivey and Purdue don't dominate. I agree. Purdue Purdue takes it. Purdue takes it. And Travion Williams in the don't forget Travion Williams. Of yep. course, they have an amazing. Front he's court, the best. So. He's the best six man in uh, college basketball. He's a six man. I thought he was a starter. Nope. So we all have Purdue winning. Yeah. Okay. Now we got Murray State versus San Francisco. This is one of the hardest first rounds for me. Murray State's obviously 30-2. and two, But San Francisco has the 16th best strength of schedule. 
I really like San Francisco. They've had some really good games beating guys like BYU. And uh, they're in a very tough conference this year. The WCC got four teams. Four teams? Three teams? Three teams then. St. Mary's, Gonzaga, and obviously San Francisco. A close team that missed it was BYU. They were on the uh, cut line, but obviously didn't make it. Murray State's not had that many tough opponents this season. But I'm going, I, I think Murray State will hold out and win this game in a very, very close matchup. I agree with Austin on that one. They have a lot of intensity. Um, they, their best players are now juniors. They, so they have a, they have a lot of size and they get a lot of offensive rebounds. Um, and so I like, I like Murray State for this one. All right, I agree, Murray State. Now we have Kentucky versus St. Peter's. I really like St. Peter's. They're a very underrated team, very underrated defense, but Oscar, Oscar uh, Sheway is the best uh, rebounder in college basketball. Potential history. This season he's been averaging 15.1 boards, uh, especially in how the game's being played as fast-paced as it is. He's very, very good. I... Kentucky's not as good at three-point shooting as they once were, but they're one of the best field goal percentage teams. Uh, I think Oscar dominates, and St. Peter's doesn't have the size to stop him or uh, many of the other great Kentucky players. I agree, and don't forget, Xavier Wheeler can spread the ball around like nobody else can in college basketball. He gets He's one of the leading assists, um, one of the assist leaders of the entire NCAA, and so... They have they are a very well rounded team and I like Kentucky of course in this matchup. Now I'm very concerned actually because we only have one upset and that's the nine eight upset in this region, and so that's not going to happen. I guarantee you. It's not going to be a smooth sailing, as a one nine five four six three seven two. In the it could round. be. It could be. We've seen rounds like that before. In 2019, there weren't many upsets in the first round. If you yeah, said I agree. So. I think last year was a lot of upsets. Yeah, the year before that, I think the seeding was uh, messed up because of COVID. Like some teams didn't play that much. True. Well, a lot of teams did. True. So that's why I think COVID played a part into that. And we'll see how COVID plays a part into this. So second round, we, we can go. move into the. Yeah, we can move into the second round. Kentucky versus Murray State. I, I I'm gonna have to go with Kentucky just because of their. They're just a good, solid all-around team. Um, and Oscar Shibway is a phenomenal rebounder. I think it's going to be – I think Murray's, I think in this game, Murray State is going to flirt with an upset, but Kentucky is going to pull it, pull it out at the end. Murray State's best player is a forward, a power forward, averaging 18-9. and nine. He will put up trouble, even, even though Oscar is very, very, very good. I have Kentucky winning by a point. All right, I also have Kentucky winning. I don't know by which amount of points, though. So now we're going to Texas versus Purdue. Purdue has flirted with uh, some bad losses during the year and have also had some bad losses. Uh, last year, they lost to North Texas, while last year, Texas lost to uh, Abilene Christian. I'm going Texas. Going Texas here. I don't know. I like the 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 strong interior that Purdue uh, po- 
possesses. They have Travion Williams and they have Zach Eady in the um, in the paint, and I just think that's going to be too much uh, for Texas to handle. Adding on Jaden Ivey, and so I just think Purdue just has too much too much ammunition for Texas to keep up with. I'm I know I'd said that Virginia Tech would beat Texas, but I don't think I think Purdue fails in the second round. I think they do win the first round matchup, so I'm going Texas here. So I agree with Austin. Now we go to St. Mary's versus UCLA. I have UCLA. It's really close, but I have UCLA. I agree, UCLA. Now Baylor versus Marquette. Baylor is extremely injured, but Marquette is very streaky. If the best Marquette comes to play, I have Marquette by 10. But I don't think they will. Baylor has a lot of experience. I have Baylor. I have Baylor as well. And then if they get if they get through the second round, they may have LJ Cryer for the Sweet 16. Okay. Now speaking of Sweet 16, Baylor versus UCLA. I have UCLA. They are strong. They are they're they're intense. They have a lot of grit. I have UCLA beating Baylor on this one. I agree. Uh, JTT is still going to be out for this game. I don't know how to say his name right, so I just call him JTT. Uh, it's a very hard name to say. And even if Cryer's back, I think UCLA is too formidable. I agree. UCLA. Now Texas versus Kentucky. Jake. Austin, you can take this one first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have I don't I have Purdue against Kentucky here, so you, you go ahead. I'm going oh I like Timmy Allen a lot, but Oscar is too good. I'm going Kentucky. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to agree with Kentucky. Texas versus Kentucky. Um I have to agree with Kentucky beating winning that game. All right, now UCLA versus Kentucky. UCLA. I I think UCLA is their guards, Juzang, Tiger, Campbell. I think they're too good for Kentucky. I think this matchup UCLA would win, um, because they do have a lot of weapons, and I think this matchup UCLA could pull out a win and they are like I mentioned earlier they are a very tall team and could pose a threat to Oscar Shibway in the paint I agree UCLA so we have UCLA and Gonzaga meeting up in the final four again um, but now we go to the south region Arizona and uh, we're waiting for this game to be played right versus slash Bryant it's right state right state one right state one I think Arizona Arizona by yeah. 30. Arizona is the best passing team in the nation. Second fastest team besides Gonzaga uh, on offense. And they have two seven-footers. Two seven-footers in the paint. They're the biggest team in the nation. So, yeah. uh, biggest team in the nation, best passing team in the nation, second fastest offense, Arizona by 30. Arizona. Yeah, uh, sophomore point guard Kirk Uh He's day-to-day, but I don't think it affects them much here. Oh yeah, they're all good in the first round. So now Seton Hall versus TCU. 
Very tough matchup. TCU is four and six in the last ten. Seton Hall is seven and three. Uh, their loss is only coming to UConn twice and Villanova by six. I'm going Seton Hall here. They've been the more consistent team all year. They haven't really flirted with being out. They do have a good bit of players that are out for this game, but I, I just I really like how their team is built, and I just preferred them over TCU, even though I see it being very close. I'm going with I'm gonna have to disagree. I'm going with TCU because they do have an amazing defense. They are one of the best defensive teams in this tournament, um, and they and Seton Hall they get in foul trouble a lot, similar to Michigan State. Um, they 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 foul a lot, and I think um, despite the fact that they rebound a lot, uh, I think TCU is going to pull this game out. Before Kevin talks, I just have to say something. Uh... TCU shoots 30.4% from the three-point line, one of the worst in the nation, almost under 30%. And I know you mentioned the foul thing. I didn't think it was necessary to mention because TCU shoots 66% from the free throw line. If they get fouled, they're not making their shots anyway. Interesting. I am once again uh, choosing who do we pick. Uh, I'm picking TCU. I really like that one against Texas when they were down 20. So, I like TCU in this match. And they held their own against Kansas not too long ago. Yeah. They that's, almost beat them. That's true, but they lost to Kansas twice since that game happened. And like I said, Seton Hall shoots 76% from the line. TCU, if I round, shoots 67. Those differences are wildly different. They're 9% different from the free throw line. We're going with TCU, I yeah, guess. Two I, I, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Interesting we, choice. I heavily disagree with this we one. We should but... do our own. Well, yeah, we definitely will. To this group bracket because we're having so many disagreements. Yeah. Now we do Houston versus UAB. UAB is extremely underrated. Houston is not a very, very large team. And Marcus Sasser is out for this game. Their best player. From what I've seen, he's out. I'm going UAB. I'm going UAB as well. They got Jelly Walker at the backcourt. He's could drop forty whenever he wants. Uh, almost out of like he's they are one of the, they are one of the better three three point shooting teams in the nation as well. And so I'm big on UAB this year. So I'm, I got UAB. Yeah, Jordan Walker is right. one of the best players in the nation. He's extremely underrated. I was gonna pick Houston, but uh, it's a mute point now. And we got. The, I think he, I think I think I think he might be this year's Max Aismas. Uh, I disagree with that. That's not. I would disagree with that <laughs> until we see something. That's rarefied air. I, UAB is a much better team than Oral Roberts was last year. UAB is 27-7, and seven, while Oral Roberts had 10 losses plus last year. I don't really remember the total. Uh, Jordan Walker is... Jordan Walker is a worse scorer than Max Aismas, but he's a better player than Max Aismas. I, I really like Jordan Walker. I think he's he deserves a look from NBA teams, even though in a lot of instances, those mid-major players don't get a chance in the NBA, which I think is a crime, but we'll see. All right, now we go to Illinois versus Chattanooga. Uh, there's no way Chattanooga stops Kobe Coburn. Um, Kobe I, Coburn's just too strong. I, Chattanooga's not big enough. They're just not. I, I, I see a lot of people picking Chattanooga. They won their tournament on a half-court buzzer beater. And now, that doesn't matter. They won the game. The game counts. 
great for them. Kobe's too good. They're a good shoot, three-point shooting team, and I really like Coburn. I agree. Chattanooga uh, will not pull this game out. Uh, Illinois is just too strong. Kobe Coburn, the double-double machine, is going to be a force to be reckoned with in this in this game. And so, yep, I agree. Illinois takes this. All right, Colorado State versus Michigan. Extremely close. Michigan's had a very tough schedule, and despite their record, still have a positive record in their conference, uh, the Big Ten. While a team like TCU is eight and ten in their conference, or eight and eleven in their conference, I don't really remember exactly. Michigan, with a very close record, seventeen and fourteen, are still above five hundred. But I'm going Colorado State here. They've won very impressive games in my mind. They beat Wyoming. They beat Boise State twice, and while they did lose to San Diego State by five recently, I believe they're just the better team. I agree. Any more thoughts? Or... <laughs> he, he, he covered it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. D- David Roddy's insane. There you go. There's another point. So, Colorado State? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Juwan Howard will be back, but I don't know if that helps him. Now we got Tennessee. Well, wait, wait. Mm. I don't know. Juwan Howard being back. And Hunter Dickinson being back. Because he was hurt and Hunter Dickinson being back. They did blow blow like an 18-point lead to Indiana, so – and they might, they're not, they could, I think they, actually, I changed my mind. Michigan. Well, it's still staying Colorado State because I'm okay, cool. Colorado State. Cool, but I, I haven't changed my opinion. Michigan, Michigan, I have Michigan here. I thought I had Colorado State here, but then I looked and I do have Michigan here. All right. Cool. For the record, Jake picked Michigan, but <laughs> often I overruled him. Now, Tennessee versus Longwood. I really like Longwood, one of the most underrated team in, teams in the nation. 26-6, and six, 19 of their last 20 games they have won. However, their schedule is not tough. They destroyed Winthrop, who made the tournament last year, by 21 in the conference championship. I'm extremely high on Longwood. They only lost one game in their conference all year by eight points to NCA&T. They're a great three-point shooting team. Tennessee's not good on offense. They only shoot 43% from the field. And while they are a decent three-point shooting team, Longwood's much, much, much better on offense. But I'm going Tennessee. Very close game. I say it's within 10 points. I'd probably say five. But Tennessee's experience, they made the tournament last year, even though they lost to Oregon State. I like Tennessee. Don't love them right now. I love Longwood, but they're just they don't have the talent enough to beat Tennessee. This is one where you just ride the hot hand. Tennessee is the hot hand. They won the SEC championship. Tennessee will win this game. I would disagree with the hot hand part because, like I said, Longwood's won 19 of their last 20. You can't be much better than that. But I Tennessee still won the SEC. The SEC. They it's beat the SEC. Arkansas. 19 of their last it, 20. Woosui? They beat Kentucky. They beat Kentucky. What is it? Awesome. What is it? Woo suey? Pig suey? <laughs> Woo pig suey. Yeah, woo pig suey. I don't. Why did that get bring up? Why? Why, why are we doing this? I don't know why he brought that I up. Keep but I keep hearing saying, it. Tennessee's and hot. It's, it's about it Arkansas. It's not even about Tennessee. I don't know. I, well, Tennessee beat Arkansas. Yeah, but t- Arkansas beat Tennessee. No, I did I, not. No, no. Tennessee beat Texas A and M in the championship. Texas A and M beat Arkansas in the semifinal. That's true. Oh, that's my bad. Yeah. Sorry. Longwood only played one game against a decent team, and they lost to Iowa by thirty-three. 
in the first so, game of the season before they could even. Okay. No, I, I don't think that. Pulls this out. <laughs> I pulls this they, out. they do pull this out, but this is a very close game. It's a very close game, in my opinion. I really yeah, like Longwood. All right. We all picked Tennessee. We were just disagreeing about if it's Do you think it's going to be a close game, Jake? Tennessee, no. I think Tennessee is a good three-point shooting team, and I'm – and it says it says, it says says Longwood is susceptible to teams that get hot from long range. And so Tennessee is a good three-point shooting team. I think Tennessee pulls this out by double digits at least. Make, make a prediction. How much do they need to buy? I say five. I'm not going to make a prediction. I just say double no, digits. Just, just, yes, I, I – I, I'll make the prediction. 11? 12? Kevin? 12? go 8. 8? 12 because maybe they have to foul at the end. I don't right know. Right in between both of y'all. So okay. 5, 8, 12? Is that the final answer? Or 11? Or the 10? final answer is Tennessee wins. No, but <laughs> we're, we're also doing our own thing. He, he said 12. We'll Matter. go with 12. We'll 12. 12. Okay, 12. 12, 8, 5. It's very important. That we know this. Now we go into Ohio State versus Loyola of Chicago. Very curious. I like Loyola of Chicago because they are continuing to be a great defensive team, and Ohio State is heavily reliant on their one EJ Liddell. And that's all I have to say about that. Ohio State has four players out. Cool. That, yeah, that, <laughs> that, that gives you my opinion. <laughs> I was going to pick Loyola of Chicago. Yeah, it's Loyola of Chicago. And you can't bet against Loyola Chicago these days. They always pull something out when you least expect it. So, All right. Now, Villanova versus Delaware. Nova's hot. Nova's great. Nova wins. Uh, Delaware State is underrated. I feel like they also could have been a 14 seed over Yale, but Villanova by 20. All right. Jake, score prediction? You know, we don't need one for this one. We don't need a score it. prediction. They're going to win right. by uh, too much. Yeah. Okay. Villanova versus Loyola of Chicago. Villanova. Mm-hmm. Loyola of Chicago has a lot of elder players, but so does Villanova, one of the oldest teams in the nation. Brought, by, uh, brought back Colin uh, Giuseppe. Uh, I really like their team. Villanova. Yeah, Villanova. They're Villanova. I mean, come on. And they had a short exit last year, so I'd expect them to not do that again because they're Villanova. All right, now the next matchup is Colorado State versus Tennessee. Uh, I have Colorado State. I, I Tennessee, I, I love Tennessee. They're a great team. But in the tournament, they have faltered often recently. Uh, not even recently. Since 2018 when they lost to the Louisville Chicago in the second round, they've struggled. I think that, that continues. I really like Colorado State. There's a reason why they're a sixth seed. Many people think they're overrated. Uh, Seed-wise, I disagree. They're 25 and five in a good conference. They had four teams that made the tournament. I definitely have uh, Colorado State. I disagree. I have Tennessee, and when you bring up 2018, that was a very, very different team. This is a new team who lost to a very hot Oregon State last year, who I predicted would win because Oregon State was very good at the right time. So anybody, I think, going up against Oregon State at that point was going to lose. I think this Tennessee is not going to make the same mistake again. They're going to go on a run, and I think they pull this one out. You know what? I think Tennessee is going to be very tired against that very grueling matchup between against Longwood when they win by five. 
Um, that's a prediction. So I'm going Colorado State. Even without that, I was going to pick Colorado State. I like Even though thought. Tennessee is riding very hot right now. The rule so, is ride the hot hand, guys. Y'all are not riding the hot hand. But you didn't you didn't pick Longwood. That's Longwood is 19, 19 of their last 20. That's pretty Tennessee won the SEC. They're cold, they're cold guys. They, they lost they, they lost the, the game SEC in their They lost they lost the game in their last 20. They they are cold. I'm sorry. They're cold. Okay. You're just not as hot as Tennessee. You're just not as hot. Jake, they won their conference tournament by so 21. So why did you pick Murray State to beat Kentucky then? Awesome. I'm not. You said the one that you were picking to ride the hot. Hey, I never said that. That never came out of my mouth. No, but Murray State is also hot. How many? They, how many? What? But Twenty game winning Murray streak. State? Twenty game winning streak. Murray State. They're the hot hand. I never why said you that. You're Kentucky? the one that said the hot hand thing. The reason I don't have Longwood winning. I don't. You said long. You're saying Longwood's the hot hand. Is 19 out of 20 hot? Answer my question. It, it, yes. Yeah. Or no? Okay. Yeah, but also winning the SEC championship is hot. I, I don't think you understand. They're three against okay. high competition. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me, Jake. Listen to me. Against Longwood, Longwood played. Longwood down, played three baby. games in their conference tournament. Longwood played three games in their conference tournament. Do you want to hear the deficits? 14, 9, 21. Those were not close games. They won three games by a combined 44 points in their conference tournament. It's not like they were – that's 14.6 points per game they're winning by. It's not like they're just, oh, we're going to win by a point and then win by a point and then win by a point. No. Winthrop made a tournament last year and lost by 21, 79 to 58. Tennessee beat a red-hot Texas a who beat Auburn and Arkansas by 15. They won by 15. Texas Tech – I mean, te- not Texas Tech. Texas A&M was middling all year. They had a good stretch and then lost to the better team. I'm, I'm just going to go Tennessee because they are a hot hand, and I trust hot hands. And I, I When I trust hot hands, it, it usually goes well. Hopefully it's the same this year, crossing my fingers. Um, but I'm, I'm going to have to go with Tennessee over making it to the Sweet 16. All right. So Jake is picking Tennessee, but Austin and I have ruled him. Colorado State. Now we go to For the UAB record, everybody, if they Illinois. lose this, if they if they're wrong, I'm not a part of it. Ignore the official bracket. Well, you but but, but if we're bracket. but if we're right, ignore Jake. <laughs> you that, can that's how it goes. Bracket. That's how it goes. That's we're all goes. creating our own bracket after this, and we'll see who has the better bracket. We'll see. Remember, that could be y'all listening right now. If you <laughs> do it at this point. So uh, UAB versus Illinois. I'll take this one. I have this upset right here. UAB pulls this out because they do have a seven-foot Trey Jameson guarding Kofi Coburn, and they also have Juice Jordan Walker. I like UAB this year. I think they're the Cinderella team. I have them moving on past Illinois. I agree. So UAB, we're in agreement. Cool. Did you? Kofi Coburn's going to meet his match. Did you? Well, I got ruled out, so I was going to pick Illinois, but. Kofi Coburn's going to meet his match this this game. Okay. We'll see. We'll we see. will see. For the record, I guess I'll just stay. I'll, I would pick Illinois. I overrule. <laughs> now we got Arizona versus TCU. Arizona. Come on. Zona. Arizona. Yeah, Zona. Come on. Cool. Now, Zona not to say Seton Hall's not a good team. Arizona is just too powerful. Well, we picked TCU. Oh, that's right. We did pick TCU. I'm sorry. 
I thought we all you you pick TCU. I pick Seton Hall. Yeah, Austin picked Seton Hall. Oh, I thought I, I, I thought ooh. Kevin had picked Seton Hall. Sorry, I wasn't. No, not I listening. picked TCU. Sorry, I agreed with you this time. Awesome. Now Zona versus UAB. Zona, they're too fast. They also have two big guys. Uh, they, yeah, they, Zona. Yeah. Come on, it, Zona know. is arguably the best team in the nation this year. I think the Depends. best team in the nation this year. So. To me, I'm a little bit worried about Kerr. Chrissa. They have Benedict Matherin. They're going to be fine. (laughs) They have a lot of depth, too. They have a very deep team. All right. Um, Villanova or Colorado State? Villanova. Even if it was Tennessee. Villanova. 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 I I have Villanova or Tennessee here, so we can agree on that. You have the one seed versus the two seed. Very unpredictable. Arizona. Arizona versus Villanova. Arizona wins this game. Arizona. I disagree. I, think is- I agree that Zona is a better team, but Nova has a lot of experience. I got Nova. Ooh. So Austin, for the record, is picking Nova. It's not a bad pick. Villanova is a very good team. I wish they were in a different region because I would have them go to the Final Four, but I think Arizona is just too powerful. So, yeah, I'm gonna ride with Arizona. So and they're uh, hot. They are. Um, they're one of the best teams, and they're hot. They just won the Pac-12. They are hot. Villanova just won the Big East. Arizona is. I know they just won the Big East, but I like Arizona. <laughs> the The Big East is better this year than the Pac-12. Just saying. <laughs> they had to beat UCLA. Okay, they beat UCLA. We're, you're big on UCLA. Yeah, but UCLA had to beat USC. They, it, it, Arizona had to beat Colorado in the semifinal. It's not like they had to face God himself. I like Arizona. What can I say? And I like Arizona. <laughs> they so have two seven-footers. You're ruled. I think it's going to be too much for anybody, no really. Rules, Austin. All right. We are now in the final region, the Midwest region. Um, Kansas versus Texas Southern. Do you have to spend much time? No. Nope. All right. Kansas. Now we got San Diego State University versus Creighton. San Diego State has the second best defense in the uh, in the country right now. Creighton, Ryan Nimhard's out for the year. I don't even have to spend two seconds looking at this. Jake. What was your pick? San Diego State. I agree. All right. San Diego State is the pick. Now we got Iowa versus Richmond. Richmond got really lucky at the end of the year. They're a fine team, but Iowa's one of the best offensive teams in the nation. I'm going Iowa. If we're going to talk about hot hands, if I'm going to talk about hot hands, this is the team to talk about. Iowa is the hot hand of all the hot hands in college basketball right now. I'm going with Iowa. So it's sound to me? No, I said Iowa. Oh, you said Iowa. Okay, cool. Iowa, cool. All right, Providence versus South Dakota State. South Dakota this State. This was the most difficult. South Dakota State. South Dakota this State. This the most you... difficult one for me, but I agree. South Dakota State. They're the South best Dakota... point shooting team in the league. They're the best offense besides Gonzaga. Uh, they're shooting fifty-two point five percent from the field, forty-four point nine percent from three, seventy-five point nine percent from free throw. Uh. Uh, yeah, South Dakota State. Agree. All right, South, South Dakota, Dakota State, State is State. so good this year. I like them. 
Now we have LSU versus Iowa State. Iowa State. I love Isaiah Brockington. Uh, yeah. Um, I usually like LSU because LSU usually has a good team, and I don't know. I kind of have a soft spot for LSU for no reason whatsoever. But I do have to agree. I think Iowa State will pull this one out. I I do think losing their coach right before March Madness is might very well factor into what happens in this tournament. So despite the fact that LSU defends very well and they force a lot of turnovers, they're very efficient defense. Um, I do think Iowa State has a lot of heart, and they're going to pull this one out. All right, Iowa State beats LSU. Now we have Wisconsin versus Colgate. Colgate. Uh, Colgate's 10-0 in their last 10. They shoot 40.3%. Their second-best three-point shooting team in the nation. Shoot 48% from the field. They can't shoot the free throw all that well, but I don't think they're going to need to. Uh, I, I love Johnny Davis, but I just think there's a lot of firepower here and a lot of upset potential. All right. So, um, who's that again? I said Colgate. I don't know what Jake said. Austin says Colgate. Yeah. I like Wisconsin. Um, they have had a lot of success. They have beaten a lot of the top teams in the nation. They beat Purdue twice. They beat Houston. They beat Iowa, St. Mary's. Uh, and so, um, and Colgate's had some rough losses this year. Um, I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with Wisconsin here. I'm. I although I would not be completely surprised if Colgate pulls something out, but I'm going with the safe choice here with Wisconsin. Wisconsin. All right. So it's down to me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the safe choice as well. Wisconsin. So and Wisconsin beats Colgate. Yeah, I mean, Colgate is definitely a good team, and Austin makes very good arguments, but I, I'm just playing it safe on this one. You don't want to go too crazy in this region. We already have a 13-seed upset and an 11-seed upset. But anything can happen in March Madness. All right, so now we go to USC versus Miami. <sighs> this one's very tough. Miami played Duke very well in uh, the semifinal for the ACC. But I really like USC. Isaiah Mobley, the brother to Evan Mobley, is very good. I'm going USC. I agree. I'm going USC as well. They are one of the tallest teams um, in the country. And... Despite the fact that they don't have the greatest three, uh, free throw shooting, um, they do rebound the ball a lot. And um, I think USC is very strong here. All right. So we both agree. Or y'all both agree. USC. Yeah. Yep. All right. So now USC beats Miami. Now we got Auburn versus Jacksonville State. I'm not high on Auburn, but they win this game by. 25. I I agree. I agree as well. All right. Auburn versus USC. Um, I got this one. USC pulls this one out. Go. I was about to say USC. USC he he wanted to say it, it first, but I, want, I did want well. to say it first. I did want to say it first. They are tall, and despite the fact that they have Walker Kessler, Auburn has sucked. 
sometimes this season. Then they stunk it up against Texas A&M. They stunk it up against Florida. And I, I'm just not high on Auburn. And they get very streaky at times. I think they're gonna. I think USC is going to defend Walker Kessler very well in the paint. And then they're gonna to to be forced to shoot threes, which they're not the best at. They're not terrible at it, but uh, it's not a. If you can't control the paint, you're not going to win games. And so Auburn does not beat USC. I, I totally see that. I 100% agree with you, Jake. Uh, Auburn can win against any team in the nation. We've seen that. But they are, like you said, very streaky. I I love Jabari Smith. He should be the number one pick. But uh, we saw what happened to a guy he's very similar to, uh, Kevin Durant. Didn't go far in the tournament. Sometimes stuff happens. John Morant did not go far in the tournament three years ago. There's a total difference between Murray State and Auburn, but I understand your point. <laughs> all right, so we all agree. USC wins. Now we go to Iowa State versus Wisconsin. Iowa State. I really like Iowa State. I'm really Why do you like Iowa State so much? Isaiah Brockington. Uh, I think this team not only can get hot, but uh, teams with very good players can make it far. I, I, I also don't. I'm not the biggest fan of Wisconsin at this point of the season. Their stats have not checked out all that too great. Uh, it's a personal preference for me, but I, I would go Iowa State. Okay, I'm also going to go with the safe choice again with Wisconsin. Uh, but once again, I would not be surprised if Iowa State pulls out. This is still one of the games that I'm debating, but at this very moment in time, at, at, at this point of the day, I have Wisconsin winning. Interesting. I'm going to go against Jake and pick Iowa State and agree with Austin. The reason why I'm still debating is because Iowa State does have an amazing defensive team. Um, and... They do have Isaiah Brockington, so you know what, guys? I agree. You do. A, a great, a great defensive team with a star can make it far. I did not even intend for that to rhyme. I did not, but it did, so it sounded better. It's paying off all the poetry classes you're taking. <laughs> if you are taking poetry classes. I'm taking English. Taking I'm taking English. Is that close enough? You reading some Shakespeare? No. No, it doesn't count. Like sonnet, sonnet sixteen or nineteen. There's a famous one. I don't know. So Iowa State. For the record, all of us picked Iowa State. Jake was a late convert, so you can hold that. <laughs> now we got Iowa versus South Dakota State. South Dakota Iowa. State is great. Iowa's hot. I'm going with Iowa. It's not just the hot part. Obviously, South Dakota State is very, very hot. They're ten zero in their last 10, 30 and four this season. Hotness has nothing to do with this, but Iowa has a lot of tournament experience. They have a six-year senior who's very good on their team who made a clutch shot against uh, uh, Indiana. Keegan Murray. No, not Keegan Murray. He didn't hit the shot. But uh, Keegan Murray's very good. I can't. Oh, Bohannon, right? Yeah, yeah, Bohannon. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. Uh, I, I, I really like Iowa. Iowa wins. You said they're 10 now? Uh, South Dakota State. Uh, South, South, Dakota State. Yeah, South Dakota State. Okay, but we don't know about their twenty games, right? Oh, uh, they they've won a lot. They went eighteen and zero in conference play, so they're at least oh, eighteen and zero in their sizzling. last ten games, at least. Oh, and they're twenty games. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter the last 20 games. What matters most is the last 10 more is the last 10 games. Well, South Dakota State is 10, you know. Well, we're picking Iowa because I also pick Iowa. So it's a mute point. Yep. So now we got Kansas versus South Dakota. San Diego. San Diego. (laughs) I know. It gets a little bit confusing. There's two SDSUs here. I really like San Diego State. They have the second best defense in college basketball this season. However, they struggle at the free throw line. They can shoot threes, but they also struggle field goal wise. I think Kansas is too good and they win this game. Yeah, I agree. Kansas pulls it out. I agree, Kansas. Now we have Kansas versus Iowa. I, I Iowa. I agree. Iowa. Okay. I have Iowa. Kevin, just so you can't jump on the bandwagon, do you have Iowa? Uh, I was going to pick Kansas, but now I'm <laughs> late yeah. lately to Iowa. He had Kansas. He had Kansas. No, but you you can't call me out, Jake, because you just switched to Iowa State a few moments ago. Because I was still on the cusp of that one. I was also on the cusp of it. Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> I was considering it. Okay, no, that I, I treat every bracket differently whenever I fill it out. I don't know what that means. Now we got, but okay. I <laughs> go with an open mind with each one. So Iowa State versus USC. Are we going to see an Iowa Iowa State Elite Eight, Austin? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you think we will? I, I think that would be one of the greatest. I, I. Is that like the greatest thing to happen in Iowa? Except Field of Dreams. Uh, there's also the waving that happens at uh, halftime of the Iowa games. That's pretty fun. But okay, yeah, I think everyone from Iowa would be at the that, that uh, this game. If you're not an Iowa or Iowa State fan, and you're in Iowa, I don't know who you fa- uh, who you cheer for. Uh, I I really like USC, but I'm going Iowa State partially because of the storyline and. Partially because I'm that high on Isaiah Brockington. You're not high on Isaiah Brockington? No, I'm that high. Yeah. I'm that high. Oh, I thought you said not. I was like, okay. Anyways, I have to disagree. USC is tall and big, and they have Isaiah Mobley. I'm going to have USC maybe on a buzzer beater in this game. Maybe on a buzzer beater. It's going to be one of the closest games. One of the I agree. I, it's it's going to be very close. Well, I disagree with the winner. I definitely agree it's going to be close either way. But I think but, whoever I think I think whoever has the ball last wins. Iowa State earlier this year beat Iowa. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but they have to beat USC in this theoretical matchup to face Iowa. Yeah, but I would say that Iowa is better. Iowa's a huge win while USC again in a lackluster conference. So very intriguing. You know what? I'm going to pick Iowa State because I kind of want to see the top five moment in Iowa. And also, I think you make a good point with USC not being in as good of a conference. Or not a good conference. So, we have Iowa State versus that didn't Iowa. Stop them. That didn't stop them from going far last year. They had the Pac-12 was not, that, was not a strong conference last year. That didn't stop them. But they had a lot more teams that made it last year. USC, Oregon, Colorado, Air, uh, not Arizona, UCLA, uh, 
Oregon, Oregon State, UCLA, Colorado. I'm missing a team, USC. They, they have at least five or six teams this year. They only have four, I believe, or three. Three? Oregon State. Three. They had three this year. Oregon State. Oregon State, I am not sure. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so, I, have, I have USC in a close one. So, so I, Iowa, Iowa State. I'm going to Iowa yep. State. Iowa State right, beat them. Iowa State. I, Iowa State beat them earlier in the year. Iowa State is in the final four. In I the don't, final four? Is that what you're saying? I, I'm saying they beat Iowa, yeah. Wow. Okay. I think Iowa gets their revenge. It's tough to beat a team twice State, in one season. Iowa State also uh, Iowa State is beat Texas Tech, Texas, TCU, Iowa, Memphis. I while they've four and six in their last ten, I think they are about to get on the run of the century. It's not a bad pick, but I think Iowa is also going to be on the run, make a run for the century. Uh, even though they're five seeds, so it wouldn't be as crazy as Iowa State's. I do think Iowa pulls it out because they are hot and they have Keegan Murray and J- Jordan Bohannon and a lot of experience. So I got Iowa advancing to the Final Four. And I agree with Jake, Iowa. I do like Keegan Murray and uh, one of the top scorers. So I have Iowa winning. Getting the revenge, like Jake said. I know this is grinding your gears right now, Austin. You really want Iowa State to. That's true. I, I feel like they're going to be that loyal Chicago team. 11 seeds make it far. And I really like. 11 seeds normally don't have as good of a player as uh, Isaiah Brockington. I wouldn't even say Johnny Juzing last year was as good as this year's Isaiah Brockington. This year, I think Johnny Juzing is better. He's developed more as a player. But this, uh, this year's Isaiah Brockington is better than last year's Johnny Juzing. In my opinion. All right. Well, for the record, you chose Iowa State, but I overruled. You, Jake and I overruled you. So now we are in the final four. We're almost at the end. Oh. This is glorious. It, don't don't worry. It's oh, it's been an hour and ten minutes. So. Yeah, about ten minutes. Can we talk a bit more? Maybe another two hours. Uh, well, let's see what the people in the comments say. Kevin doesn't like basketball. That's why. Well, I'm the one editing this episode. <laughs> so if you would like to edit this episode, we can go on for longer. It's okay. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Let's get this done. Right, Let's get this done, Kevin. Come on. Come on. We gotta get this done. All right. Gonzaga Gonzaga versus UCLA. Who wins? UCLA. Zags. I think it's Ooh. Wow. I think UCLA is I think UCLA is better this year and it also the buzzer beater last year. Uh, I think Gonzaga's worse this year than they were last year, even with the addition of Holmgren. I think UCLA wins. Honestly, because because I have Purdue here, and I have Purdue beating Gonzaga, but we don't have Purdue playing Gonzaga. We do have UCLA-Gonzaga. And if I actually have to think about it, UCLA versus Gonzaga, I do actually think UCLA will win. I do think UCLA pulls out that matchup, but I don't even have UCLA here, personally. But Gonzaga versus UCLA, UCLA wins that matchup. I was going to pick UCLA. I'm not a big uh, Chet Holmgren fan. I'm not a big Chet Holmgren fan. They are weaker than last year. Gonzaga is weaker. Jalen Suggs hit that game-winning three, right? Or was it Jalen Green? It was Jalen Suggs. J- Jalen Suggs, Green Jalen didn't Suggs. even play college basketball ever, ever. 
Okay. <laughs> totally. Thought it was Jalen Suggs. So he he's currently on the Magic. Yes. Okay. Now we go to Arizona versus Iowa. Arizona. Arizona. I, I, I was Arizona. I, I really like Iowa, but I think Arizona wins this game by a good margin. Their team's just they're really good. I agree. Arizona wins this game. All right. Now championship game. UCLA versus Arizona. UCLA. I have Arizona. I think Arizona is the number one team this year. I think they have been the number one team. Ignoring conference, the fact that Pac-12 might be a weaker conference than other conferences, I do think Arizona with the the, the, the Benedict Matherin and the possible return of – who is that that you really like, Kevin? Their guard. I need you to say guard. it. Sophomore guard? Yeah, yeah I, like, I like the way you say it. Kirk Chrissa? <laughs> Am I mispronouncing it? I don't he know. has two eyes. I don't know how to pronounce it, but anyways, he might return, and along with Benedict Mather in, in the backcourt, and then there are two seven-footers in Christian Coloco, um, with including Christian Coloco. I mean, he's he's amazing. Um, I think they're just gonna be. They think they're too strong. They're too tall, and they're the most solid all-around team in basketball. They are one of the top five scoring teams. One of the best passing teams and a fantastic um, defensive team, and that is a recipe for NCAA champions. If you look back at all the past NCAA champions, they are all going to fall into much much of those categories, and Arizona fulfills all of them. So I have Arizona winning. I don't think we need to mention the Pac-12 here. They're both in the Pac-12. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to beat. It's. It'll be it would be a very very big matchup. I just don't think UCLA has the ability to get the offensive or defensive rebounds than two seven footers. I think nobody can. That's why I have them winning it all. Height isn't everything. I'm going. I'm still. I'm sticking with my pick. Kevin, get the tiebreaker. UCLA or Arizona. It's very tough. Because I. Of course, height is not everything, but this height means a lot. Another thing I got to mention is experience. I just have to throw that out there. Experience matters. Uh, I had picked Arizona to win another bracket, but I feel it's going to be a little wild. So I'm going to pick UCLA. Four seed winning the national championship. Wait, when was the last time a four seed won the national championship? I'm looking that up right now. It's hard to beat. You remember you mentioned it earlier. It's hard to beat a team thrice or twice even. Arizona's, I mean, yeah, yeah Arizona's beat UCLA twice this year. Uh, both that is teams. something to take into account, yes. In 1997, number four seed Arizona became the first team in the 64 or 68 team NCAA tournament format to defeat three number one seeds and route to winning the national championship. They weren't the, four number, the first number four seed. I know another four, number four seeds won before. But you're right. They are the first team to beat three number one seeds. Let's see. All right. Uh, Tiebreaker? No, yeah. They're the only number four seed to ever win it. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. There have been three seeds, one seeds, two seeds, seven seed in Connecticut. But the past four champions have been one seed. 
Villanova is a two seed. Then before that, is a Duke is a one seed. And then two more one seeds before Connecticut. And so a lot of one seeds historically, the NCAA tournament historically favors one seeds, but history can change. March Madness is truly madness. And I, UCLA could pull it out, but I got Arizona. They're too strong. U- UConn in 2014 was a seven seed when they won. So I don't think it'd be too crazy to have a four seed here. And Kevin, you can... You could do a tiebreaker, but I thought we just chose UCLA, respectfully. We chose UCLA. We have to pick. It, the bracket asked for a tiebreaker. What do you mean? The... You filled out 55. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. You're talking about the score? The score yes. tiebreaker, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. UCLA versus Arizona. I think it's high scoring. I think it's going to be 80, I agree. 86 to 81. 81. I think it's a it's like a triple overtime game. I have like I, I'd go a hundred to ninety eight triple overtime. <laughs> Sorry, I, my thing just locked out or something. It's being very weird right now. So eighty six, eighty four. I I, I said one hundred ninety eight. So let's do ninety five to ninety. We'll go right in the middle. Ninety five. <laughs> 95-92. I... 95-92? <laughs> what do you mean right in the middle? Because <laughs> he, he picked 198. Yeah. I said 86 to 81. So if we go roughly in the middle, that's like a 90 to 95 or 95-92. Yeah, 95-92 would be in the middle because he's a winning by five. I've a winning by two. So. 95-92? Can you agree on that? Yeah, tri- triple, triple, triple overtime buzzer beater by uh, Hamehakis. So you think they win? <laughs> By a buzz beater, which yeah got them out of the tournament last year. Yeah, fade away, uh, cool. back down fade away to win the game. Does he use the backboard? No. Cool. Should I post this on Twitter right now? Share our bracket. Yeah, sure. Uh, you should also like tweet out something like, "Well, just just throw your brackets away. We get the perfect one right here." <laughs> All right, I will do that right now. There you are. You That's all our episode. are bad at this. Thank you for listening to this longest episode ever in the history of Outsiders Opinions. Can't for good reason. It... For good reason. Yes. We learned about a team that is hot does not necessarily mean a team that's won 19 <laughs> out of their 20 games. I didn't say Longwood wasn't hot. I said Tennessee's the hottest of the two. But Tennessee <laughs> Tennessee. They beat some of the best teams in the nation, including Kentucky. They That's beat, one game. They beat Auburn a couple, like what, a week and a half ago? You're, you're just scoff- I just find it weird. You're scoffing at the fact that Longwood's won 19 of their last 20. I'm not saying they're not hot. I'm saying Tennessee is too powerful because they play higher competition. I, I agree that Tennessee's going to win. It's just. I'm not nine, scoffing nine, at Longwood. 19 out of 20 is pretty hot. I'm just saying beating Auburn and beating Kentucky when they were not favored to win is pretty hot. They were favored to beat Auburn, just like Arkansas was, because we were at home. Okay. I, w- I wouldn't think they were because Auburn was still like the number one team in the nation at the time. Well, no, when, Auburn, when Arkansas beat them, they're the number one team in the nation. Or, yeah, they're number one team yeah, in the nation. Arkansas. Arkansas beat the number one team in the nation. Well, they, they were still top. They were, were they still top four with Tennessee though. Either way, Auburn. Oh yeah, I think they were like third. Four. They were third. They fell below Arizona, but now they obviously fell farther. Still top four. 
far, I mean, I still I think it's a pretty impressive feat to beat Auburn and then go on to win the SEC championship. First one in 20, what, 25 years, something like that. First one since 98, I think, was the number. So I think Tennessee's going to ride that for now. But I think I do think they lose to Villanova later. All right. You heard it here. Thank you for listening. Make sure to join our group before the brackets lock, which is at, at 11 Eastern. If you're on the so West Coast, if you're on the West Coast, it's 9 Eastern tomorrow morning. Dang. No, 8. It's 9 for uh, Mountain, 10 for Central, 11 for East. So it's 8 for West. No, it starts at tw- it's twelve fifteen in the east. It's eleven. No, but the brackets close. The brackets close. The brackets close. Ten. Oh yeah. The brackets Y'all close at ten points. central. So they close at eight uh in west. Y'all get if you're on the west coast, do it now. Right now. Right now as soon as you're hearing this episode. Might as well just copy our bracket apparently, because it's supposed to be perfect. But yeah, if you have any did. if you have any small disagreements, like any any of the ones I disagreed with, like you can change word? it. Yeah, why not? I, I have any disagreements that I did not necessarily. Uh... Do you want to play us? Do you want to win? I'm still waiting to hear back from the winner. We're just trying to get this to an hour and thirty minutes, I guess. Well, I will gladly. It's already an hour and thirty minutes. Well, it's already is. It already right. is. Hope you enjoyed this. Thank you for listening to Outsider Opinions. Thanks again, Jake, for joining us. And that's it. <laughs>